So welcome to the very first episode of the Property Pod podcast. If you're listening on a podcast channel, please consider subscribing, and this will ensure you receive all future episodes. And it'd be great if you please rate or review the podcast. Similarly, if you're listening on YouTube, it would be awesome if you would like, comment, and subscribe. In today's episode, I want to give you 11 reasons to become a buy-to-let property investor. So let's get right into it. So what can you achieve by becoming a buy-to-let investor? Well, the two biggest reasons to buy a property are growth and income. When we talk about growth, historically, bricks and mortar continue to be the best asset class and are now considered opinion, there is no indication this trend will cease anytime soon. As for income, a buy-to-let property can still produce a 5-7%, to sometimes even 10% return on your initial investment which far exceeds the interest accrued in a bank or building society account. So why invest in property? Why buy to let? Number one. So let's say that you have some money to invest. You could put it in a restaurant, a retail business, an online business, a franchise, take your pick. There are enough people out there who would gladly accept your money. You could even be a silent partner in a new business venture a startup, or perhaps a family member, friend, or work colleague has a great idea for a business and wants you to invest. There is just one problem. If the business fails to take off, you've lost your money. The beauty about owning a property is that if the market slows down or even crashes, this hasn't happened for well over 30 years, and it turned out to be the greatest buying opportunity, but you've always got a backup And that backup is having the ability to let your property and wait until a recovery. That being said, the chances of a sustained property crash look extremely unlikely. And we will expand on the reasons for that later on. Depending on how far back you go, the boom in property prices has been extraordinary. Nothing even comes close in terms of return on your investment. In the 1990s, the average house price in Greater London was around £100,000. You could buy a one-bedroom flat between £25,000 and £30,000. In 2020, you would struggle to find a house in London for £500,000. In fact, the starting price for a detached house is probably in the region of £750,000 to £800,000, and that would be suburban London. Believe it or not, a million pounds does not buy you a palace. In terms of apartment prices, prices start at £225,000, and that is for essentially a room plus kitchen and bathroom. One-bedroom flats in North London range from £350,000 to £500,000. If you want to go even further back in time, this might be a little bit depressing. (laughs) The average house price in 1960 was £2,530. Having said that, There is still plenty of affordable property out there to buy. You just have to look further afield. My point here is that you will not go wrong in property. Three, everyone wants to own property in the UK and people are buying in their droves. Foreign investment has reached epic proportions, even to the point where they are buying properties and leaving them empty all year round. This will continue to propel property prices and rents. Number four. The Shard, the Gherkin Building and Canary Wharf are just three iconic British properties that are owned by foreign investors with a total worth of £4 billion, and that's just three properties. 
the smart money obviously believes in the future of the UK property market. Number five. In 1970, the population of the UK was estimated at 55 million. Now it is estimated at 67 million, but I think you can add a few million onto that. The reality is that this will only fuel the need for homes. The bottom line is that there is a property crisis in this country, i.e. there are too many people and too few properties. Anyone who has a property to let out will not have a problem in finding a tenant. Furthermore, the housing crisis will ignite further gains in the property market in the years to come. Number six. Rents have literally gone through the roof, pardon the pun, since the year 2000. To give you an example, if you would have rented out a one-bedroom flat in suburban London, you would have expected to receive in the vicinity of five to six hundred pounds per month. Now you would easily achieve in the vicinity of a thousand to twelve hundred pounds per month, and affluent areas command even higher rents. Number seven. Due to ever-increasing property prices and huge demand for property, more and more people will be priced out of the property market. Property prices are soaring and salaries just can't keep up. This will force people into rented accommodation and most likely create a nation of renters, not dissimilar to Paris, Amsterdam and Germany. This is good news, however, for the buy-to-let investor. Number eight. The property market can often move sideways in direction. Perhaps once every 10 to 20 years it will experience a slight dip, but rental prices rarely go down. If anything, they've been on a steady upwards trajectory. Number nine. It's not uncommon for there to be 10 to 20 letting agents covering a mile radius in many London suburbs. If you extend that to greater London, then one can lose count. This alone gives you a clear indication as to how buoyant the rental market is. Number 10. Building a property portfolio can be life-changing. Due to soaring rents, buy-to-let investing is still very much a feasible project, with plenty of meat on the bone, even once expenses are taken into account. There are many stories of people who start with one property, and within a few years they create a nice portfolio of properties. This can potentially increase your income dramatically, as well as provide you with an enviable nest egg during retirement. Bricks and mortar continues to be the number one investment by a long shot. 11. What about the kids? The young generation and the generations after them face a huge battle to get on the property ladder, given the gargantuan property boom we've had. Even more reason to buy property now. Okay, I hope you found today's episode useful, and if you have, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. And with YouTube, it would be awesome if you would subscribe, comment, and like. It really helps us out, guys. Anyway, that's all I've got for you today, and my quote for the day is, there's nothing as sound as bricks and mortar. Have a great week, guys.